it's cool to have that kind of innocent naive attitude towards it we're, we're just we're gonna make something and we're gonna put it up on the fridge and if somebody says it's awesome that's great but otherwise we're just gonna keep putting stuff up on the fridge Welcome to Podcasting in Real Life, the Buzzcast show where we dive into the real-life stories of podcasters in the middle of their podcasting journey. I am your host, Travis Albritton, head of content at Buzzsprout. And you won't hear anyone famous on these podcast episodes. Instead, you'll hear everyday podcasters just like you share personal stories about how podcasting has impacted them and the things that they've learned along the way. Now, in today's conversation, I get to sit down with two people a new for the podcast, <laughs> the hosts of Scene by Scene, Brian and Kevin. Now, what's really cool about Brian and Kevin's approach to their podcast is they really try and focus on just loving what they do. Not so concerned with the pe- number of people that listen, not so concerned with monetizing it. You know, while those things might be nice to have in the future, that's not what's most important to them. And in fact, at one point, I think Kevin even says, as soon as I stop having fun, I'm going to quit. Um, which I think is a really great mindset for all of us to have, just to remember why we started, to remember what keeps us going, and not to allow you know, arbitrary metrics like number of downloads and how much money you're making steal the joy out of podcasting. But while most co-hosts typically know each other before they start a podcast, Brian and Kevin actually became friends because they started the podcast. Brian and I have a friend in common, so I followed him on Instagram, and whatever, he he posts um, a goals for the year, and one of the goals was to start a podcast, and I decided, well, if he if he's looking for someone to start a podcast with, I actually barely knew him, so I just contacted him over Instagram and said, if he's looking for someone to do it with, I'm willing to do something, and then we started hatching ideas from there. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, uh, I put the list up because I had gotten like divorced a year before. So I was in this big uh, productivity kick where I'm like, I want to do all this stuff that I always said I was going to do. Yeah, I know, right? And I still only got about half of it done. Um, But like, yeah, the podcast was cool because, yeah, like Kevin said, we didn't really know each other before. So what you're hearing every episode is us falling deeper and deeper in love. That's very sweet. (laughs) Well, and so how did the start a podcast make your list of like things that you wanted to do? Um, well, I had, I had done a one before, uh, with a buddy of mine about music stuff, just, we would go through music news or review albums and everything like that. And it just kind of didn't, it didn't click because we were both really busy at the time I was in school and he was starting his own business and everything else. And it just didn't, we didn't have enough time for it. And, but I always really loved doing it. Um, and so I, I put it on my list. I'm like, this is the year I'm going to get another one going. I'm not sure what it's going to be yet, but I'm going to figure it out. And then I wasn't even really considering doing it with somebody else. I thought maybe I'd just write something or do like a fiction one. And then Kevin sent me the message and then we kind of started figuring it out. And that's like, I think that's ultimately why we like, not just because it's just really fun, but Kevin's also like a really dependable partner to have on the podcast where he will always show up. And that's 99% of projects fall through because people won't show up for when they're supposed to be there. So it's probably the one thing I do well. (laughs) He's always on time. (laughs) That is an admirable quality for sure. Yeah. So then how did you end up deciding you're going to talk about movies? Because that's really the the focus of your, the podcast you do together. So I, my knowledge is sports. That's the only thing I really know anything a lot about. And Brian isn't a sports fan really as much as I am. That was my idea. So that didn't fly right away. And then, so 
I just decided maybe a book club about movies because they don't read. So if I could do a book club for something I could watch, but apparently this is a completely unoriginal idea because there's hundreds of these podcasts out there. But at the time I thought it was an original idea. Yeah. Yeah. No. And, uh, I think like we, we, we talked about what kind of movie podcast we would be. And we, we always talk about like the lost episode where we got together and it was like a weird, awkward first date where Kevin came over and we watched bright with Will Smith. And then like, we ate chili on my couch <laughs> and then we like went to go record this podcast and it, it like, it was just a mess. So we never put it out. It got deleted, but, um, it was kind of like through that we kind of found like a rhythm and we realized like the the thing that we do well on the podcast is we just have a rapport for riffing on things like mystery science theater 3000 or whatever. And that's kind of, yeah, that's kind of the way we kind of sussed out exactly what the podcast was going to be. And I think we still, we're still trying to evolve it into weird other things. Well, and you do have a natural rapport with each other when you listen to the episodes. It's, it's very clear that it's, it's unscripted you know that 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 comes through that you guys are having a real genuine conversation you're not reading a list of okay we're going to talk about this then we're going to talk about this we're going to talk about this um but you you always try and balance that with actually having a productive conversation instead of like oh we've been talking for 45 minutes and nothing we didn't talk about anything so how do you kind of so how do you how do you work how do you work that balance like is there i don't I don't know if there is a balance. Honestly, we sit down for an hour, 45 minutes and we talk. And at the end we're like, was that good? I, I honestly, I don't know, but it's going to get put out there and people might like it or they won't. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, that's kind of the way we, I've always done stuff. Like I, I've been a musician for like the last 10 years too. So I always just put stuff out there and hope somebody picks up on it. And that was the same idea with the podcast. We were like, we'll just make it. And if people like it, they'll latch onto it. And if not, we'll just keep doing it. Cause it's fun. And luckily we've actually had like, I don't know, it's kind of cool to see the numbers kind of go up each episode or see where like someone in like Ukraine listened to our episode. And that was, that was weird. <laughs> Why would you care what we have to say? But it's fun, right? Has What's been like the craziest stat location or like place that you've seen of like, you know, Ukraine or like Sri Lanka or I don't know, somewhere random where you're like, how did somebody over there end up listening to this podcast? India. That was that was a, that was a, an eye opener. I was like, cool. Like, I didn't didn't think anyone would care what I had to say in India, but we got one we got one listen there once. Literally one in a billion. I don't think they came back, but it was nice to have them. <laughs> <laughs> they were just testing the waters a little bit, I guess. Yeah, dipping a toe in scene by scene. That's all right. They, they didn't like it, but that's all right. So, you talk about like um, having really interest or cool interactions with people that listen to your podcast, like. You're just throwing it out there, seeing if people latch on, and you interact with people a lot through your Instagram account. What have been some really cool comments or conversations that you've had with people that listen to your podcast that maybe you wouldn't have expected that that you would have uh, had? I mean, like the first time we had someone message us unsolicited, just like someone we didn't know, messages on Instagram saying, "Hey, we were like, I really like your podcast. Is really cool." Like. I don't know. I, I just thought like that was so wild to me that someone would actually care enough to kind of message us and say, Hey, I really like this thing that you made. And it kind of, it meant a lot because I still follow that person on our scene by scene account. And like, they, um, she just got engaged like a couple weeks ago. So I said, congrats. She's like, Oh, thanks guys. And like, that's really cool that we can have this like engagement with each other and just like kind of be friendly. Like we're not pushing our podcast down their throat. We're just having a chat as like people that I don't know, just are being nice to each other. We're Canadian. We're nice to everybody, but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i don't know it's kind of a it's and it's always cool when like we 
um, we go out and like, you know, a friend of a friend or someone in person will actually say like, Hey, I just started listening to your podcast. Uh, you know, a friend of yours, our mutual friend recommended it. And they're like, Oh yeah, I listened to it. And I didn't even watch the movie. I just like, what, listen to your podcast, explain the whole thing and ruin it for me. So, (laughs) (laughs) well, you do have a good disclaimer at the front. So, you know, you make it pretty clear. Yeah. We don't want all those angry emails about ruining (laughs) bright or the open house or something. You can't ruin open house. Um, yeah, I was actually playing soccer one time, and I was playing against a guy I knew fringely, and he, uh, as we're in the middle of a game, he goes, I actually was listening to you on the ride here. It's like, that is weird. The, the guy I played soccer against was listening to our podcast on the drive-in. So yeah, that was probably my weirdest experience. And how does that, how does that feel when like you have interactions with people that you either don't know or have never met before, and they're like... I know who you are. Like, how does that feel? Do you feel like weird by that? Are you like, wow, that's really cool that somebody's listening to it? It blows my you mind. You feel like, oh, this is... Oh, sorry. It blows your mind. Yeah. Like, <laughs> why does anyone listen to it? Like, most of our listeners are in the States, which is just shocking to me because, I mean, I guess I do it. I pick up podcasts all the time and just listen. They usually have a bigger following than what this has, but it just is weird. Like, who cares? <laughs> who cares what I say? <laughs> Apparently, some people, Kev, have some self-worth. Apparently. Love yourself. <laughs> <laughs> well so and how do, how are each of you guys introduced to podcasting so brian you mentioned that it was on a list of things that you wanted to do uh kevin you had some semblance of an idea at the very least of what a podcast was when you signed up and said hey i'll co-host with you so like what were what were each of your first contacts with with podcasting just in general well i started with joe rogan because i think everyone starts with joe rogan because his podcast is amazing um and then I branched off and listened to a bunch of smaller ones and, and did smaller and smaller. And then I realized, well, maybe someone wants to hear what I have to say. So I just decided I'd put it out there. And I can't lead a podcast like Brian can. When I started, I was very nervous. Um, but then I realized um, if, they're not, if they're listening, they like you. And if they're not, then they're not judging you. So who cares? I think I, think I got into it uh... – like way back when, when they used to have like video podcasts. I don't know if you remember those. Cause they, I remember I had my iPod, uh, color or my, yeah, my iPod video and you could put like video podcasts in there and they had one and this is going to be, this may be oversharing, but it was sex tips done with this really good looking lady. And I'm 17. So I was like, I'm going to watch this lady t- give sex tips. It's like a kind of a Dr. Ruth or I guess Sue Johansson's the Canadian version of Dr. Ruth. Dr. Ruth's a sex therapist, right? I'm not sure. I'm, I'm wi- not I'm wildly off topic, but <laughs> <laughs> this is do this. All so it started with video podcasts. Yeah. Okay. So it started with video podcasts, and then I got like years later, got into serial and true crime stuff, and uh, um, I started listening to How Did This Get Made, which is like uh, it's a movie review podcast where they go through like really really bad movies usually, and I stopped because I didn't want to start like stealing from them. And it's it's really easy to do that when like you're inspired by something because it's really good. But I knew that I would start stealing jokes, or we'd do a movie that they did, and I'd make a similar joke or something, and we I'd feel terrible, so I had to stop. But yeah, I think Serial is probably the big one that got me into it. I think a lot of people Serial was kind of like their first interaction with podcasting because I remember when Serial came out and it was like, who knew that a podcast could have millions of downloads in like a couple weeks? Like before that podcasting felt very like indie you know scene kind of kind of vibe where it was very everybody kind of chilling in their garage recording stuff into a microphone like unscripted it felt just kind of very indie independent and then serial is like okay now it's like arrived now podcasting is like a mainstream idea and people know what it is and people are familiar with it and it brought um, production value 
before that, most podcasts didn't have the production value that they have. We don't, but <laughs> we're getting better. <laughs> <laughs> now, Kevin, you t- you said that you listened to podcasts for eight hours a day at work. Yeah. Do you still do that? For the most part, yeah. So what is on your playlist then? What do you listen to for eight hours a day? I'm really curious. Okay, there's one, uh, Punch Drunk Sports. It's uh, three comedians out of L.A. Really funny. It's, yeah, it's rated R. I wouldn't listen to it if you get offended easy. Um, most of mine are actually like that. Uh, your Mom's House podcast, Tom Segura, also comedians out of L.A. Um, a lot of Joe Rogan and a lot of true crime. That's what I've been listening to a lot lately. Like Serial, there's one guy in Canada does Dark Topic. Dark topic? Um, criminal, yeah, there's a lot of good ones. But I just, I, once I'm caught up, I find a new one and then just binge. I go back and binge episode after episode of if I find I like it. What about you, Brian? Um, I've been doing a little bit more true crime as we go because the, there's the one on the Zodiac Killer that I really like, Monster. That one was really good. And there's actually like... I don't again, like I said, like I don't listen to a lot of movie podcasts, but there's one I absolutely love. It's so dear to my heart. Um, it's called That's Dark, and it's all by a bunch of other Canadian guys out east, and they do all um, like extreme cinema. Because I'm a big horror fan, and I love like the the movies that people that say is like they can't they they can't make it through a certain film. They'll review those, and it's just funny to hear them go through like the most gnarly movies you'll ever hear about. So I like I really like That's Dark, but we'll never review one of those because I don't. Yeah, it's pretty dark. <laughs> <laughs> what i love about both your answers and then even if i was going to give my answers like everyone's lists are vastly different and that's something i love about podcasting is you can find a podcast about literally everything you know so not just a sports podcast a sports podcast by comedians or you know a true crime podcast about the zodiac killer or you know whatever it's like there's so many really great podcasts out there that it's really hard to, to hit the bottom and to run out of great stuff to listen to. Oh, yeah. And it's actually free content too, right? Like you can't pay for all the stuff I'm listening to. I'd run out of money. But since it's free, it's it's nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I uh, I couldn't possibly reimburse all these poor people that have entertained me for years. Yeah. So Now, how do you guys decide which movies you're going to cover on your podcast? So this is like your version of how do you come up with episode topics? Well, we initially would just, we take, if you notice, like sometimes at the end of our episodes, we'll take a break, put in like a little music or something and come back. And what we're literally doing at that moment is going through Netflix and trying to find a genre of a movie that we haven't done for a while. Um, We put out a call all the time to get suggestions from people on Instagram. So we'll do a bunch of those once in a while. But most of the time it's like, well, what, what movie haven't, what genre haven't we done in a while? Or what's something that would be funny for us to do and that's we just we try to keep it interesting and make sure that every episode is, we kind of curate it as we go so we don't end up doing like eight Bruce Willis movies in a row or something by accident. That makes sense. So it's it's almost like a Russian roulette when you're going through Netflix and you're just like, all right, let's see what we can get in 30 seconds. Oh, it really is. You might get a movie that is terrible, like the one we just watched, I want Velvet Buzzsaw. It's actually coming out soon. That's a spoiler alert. (laughs) (laughs) But then you'll find a phenomenal movie that you would have never watched under other circumstances, like The Gift. So we watched that, and that movie was amazing. It's with Jason Bateman. Um, So it is like roulette. Like You might be in for two hours of just garbage movies, or you might find a hidden gem. Has having a podcast about movies uh, increased your appreciation for cinema or increased 
your appreciation for cinematography or, or storytelling or, or anything like that? Yeah, I'd say absolutely. I say no. <laughs> I've we've watched so many garbage movies over the last year while we made this podcast that like I guess anybody can make a movie just like anyone can make a podcast there's some bad stuff out there there is but I will <laughs> say to counter your point um I do find myself really paying attention now so like sometimes when you'll be watching a movie at home on Netflix you'll be scrolling through your phone going through Instagram I make sure I try to put my phone away and devote my full attention to what's going on and trying to take in all the story and like the little cues like we did children of men which is an older movie and when you really pay attention to the movie there's a lot of stuff going on in the background and if you're not devoting your full attention to that movie then you're going to miss a lot of it so I feel like it's really enhanced the way I watch movies now. I'm also a, l- a lot more cynical now because we do watch a lot of garbage. <laughs> well, and it's easy to find trash on Netflix. That is one thing it's really good for is is, is finding things that are they're there to fill up the queue, not necessarily to devote your time to. Oh, yeah. That's the thing is there's movies that I would have turned off within 10 minutes. But since I have to sit through it for the podcast, I guess I'm going to do it. <laughs> Our listeners have no idea what we go through. <laughs> <laughs> So, so we've talked, hit a couple times on the fact that you, you really try and focus the, the connection point with your listeners to, by using Instagram because podcasting is very one way. It's, you know, us talking into a microphone and somebody listening to it on the other side. And so you guys use Instagram mainly to interact with your listeners. What kind of things do you try to do to initiate those conversations? And what are just some, some strategy things that you've picked up since starting your podcast to help you? kind of grow your audience and grow the depth of the relationship you have with the people that listen to it? Um, well, we started doing like calls for suggestions and that was a big one. Cause then you get people who um, just happen to cross your post somewhere on Instagram. And they say, Oh, like they're looking for a movie suggestion. And they'll post something. Um, that's been really cool. So I, I actually tried to get something going today on Instagram where uh, I posted a thing saying, if you want to be on the podcast, send us a clip of yourself introducing the podcast. Just write on, uh, just record on your phone. Hey, you're listening to Scene by Scene. It's a movie review podcast. Here's your host, Kevin T. and Brian. And jazz it up. Swear as much as you want. Just make it interesting. Send it on into our email and we'll put you in the show. Like, as long as it's not, like, obviously too offensive, but, like, we want to get people involved. And because, like, that to me is the most, has been the most, like, rewarding part of the entire podcast experience is, like, is talking to people you would normally never talk to. And I think, I don't know, I think that's really cool that, if we can get a couple. So if you're listening to this now, send us your suggestions <laughs> and send us your, your, your clips. <laughs> That's all news to me. I had no clue you were doing Kevin's that. Kevin's not great with social media. I'm so not good at social media. If there's ever a lot of nudes posted, it means that Kevin messed up. <laughs> <laughs> so, so how do you guys divide the workload between the two of you uh, when it comes to your podcast, whether it's promotion or, you know, putting together the list of the movies you're going to cover? Like, how do you guys divide that between the two of you? I got to be honest here. I do very little. Um, I am not good at social media. Like we just said, I don't know about any audio engineering, so I can't do any of that though. I should learn and maybe help with the workload. I'll teach you. So yeah, Brian does a lot of the work. So that's how we split it up. Brian does it all. And I show up and talk for 45 minutes. Like I said, I just needed but, a guy to show up, <laughs> but you show up on time. He I shows do. Up show up on, on time. time. Always. Most of the time. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, we, we, I don't know. The thing is, is that like, uh, because I've done the music stuff for so long, the podcast stuff is relatively, is a lot simpler dealing with like two tracks instead of a hundred. 
So it's a lot, it's, it's a lot more, you know, easy for me and fun because I can just basically, we'll record it, I'll sit down and just listen to it and make little snips here and there. And for the most part, it's the unedited conversation. So it's not a lot of editing. There was a time where we were both having, like, we both must have had colds a couple months ago because we had, like, extreme nose whistles coming through every, every <laughs> podcast. And it drove me nuts for a bit. But we, I got I got I to figure it out. It's because it's cold in Canada. Your nose is always running. Yeah, the polar vortex is a real thing. Well, and, and I imagine if, if you have runny nose all the time, be like, you know, we're not we're not tricking you. We are from Canada. You can just tell because we're all stuffed up. Yeah. <laughs> what would you say has been your biggest challenge so far with starting the podcasting and staying consistent with it? I think the hardest thing is trying to expand the listener base, I think. Because the, the thing is, it's not hard for us to get together. We're pretty good about keeping the podcast regular um because we're just we, we both make time for it it's a priority in both of our lives and i think we're just really good at that i think the hardest part is just you know we want to expand and and have more people listen to us and engage with us and i don't know share in the fun of the podcast so i think i don't know what do you think kevin finding the time to watch the movies sometimes like i don't i don't have trouble finding time to come here and do the podcast it's just like you gotta fit a two-hour movie in some night this week and i got a whole bunch of other stuff going but you find a way to make it work. Yeah, I've uh, I've had cases where my internet went out or a movie got taken off Netflix before I could watch it. So I had to like run to a library somewhere in the somewhere in the city that had a DVD copy, get it, run home and watch it and then Kevin was coming over like 2 hours after I got home. The lobster was a photo finish. <laughs> well, and what I love about podcasting too is like you pick up these stories, these things that that you do or that you never thought you would do for the sake of the podcast. And so like running to the library to get a DVD, to watch a movie, to do a review, like you, no one that doesn't have a movie review podcast would be doing that. Um, no. So I think that's really, I think it's just really cool. Like, you know, how, how you kind of pick up these stories and they become a part of your life. Like the podcast becomes a part of who you are just over time. Yeah. I'd say that's true. Yeah. yeah. We don't have much, we don't have very, very good lives though. So it's become most of it. <laughs> Well, do you, do you guys enjoy introducing yourselves as podcasters? Like, is that something that you say? Oh, yeah, we have, we do this podcast thing. It's pretty, it's pretty cool. We have a lot of fun with it. I, uh, I actually don't do that. I don't think I've ever done that. No, I have a hard time with self promotion, especially in person. Like when people compliment me on the podcast, I like just wither up. I'm like, okay. Oh, I hate. <laughs> I'm glad you liked it. <laughs> yeah, I hate getting a compliment. It's hard. But, yeah, you don't want to come off as being like really into yourself and like oh yeah no i'm i'm awesome but at the same time you up you like appreciate the compliment so it's like the you got you got to figure out how to, what to do in that moment yeah you do appreciate it later but in the time you, you just kind of like you don't know how to respond to it i i don't know how i respond to it actually i posted a meme on our instagram um last week on our story and it was just like somebody wrote um get starting a podcast is a man's version of getting bangs and I was like, yeah, that's, that's well, right. We just like, thought, everyone thinks they can start a podcast. And like, I think like, I've definitely had like one or two opportunities to do that, that fell through. And like, this is the one that kind of stuck, stuck. I don't even know what that means. What the bangs thing? Yeah. Apparently like, it's a thing with, with some ladies where they'll go and get bangs when they're feeling like they just need to change. Oh, okay. And that's literally why I wanted to do the podcast. So yeah, it's, it's accurate. Memes. Honestly, it was, it was boredom. Yeah. I, I was just bored. And I was like, I need something to do with my time. Well, now that you guys have been doing it for, I guess, close to a year now, like you guys are coming up March, coming up, yeah, coming up towards towards uh, towards one year, like, what's different about your life now versus a year ago? Like, how is po- what effect has podcasting had on you? 
I think it's for me, it's made me like, it, it, like I've kind of because I've in that time I've gotten a serious girlfriend. We've moved in together. Oh, stop it. And uh, <laughs> you're ruining the podcast. But uh, it just you have to kind of build your schedule around this thing that you do as well. Like you have to make time for the podcast. And that's just kind of. I don't know that it's more on like a personal level. It's just, it's, it's all about scheduling and time management. And that's kind of the biggest effect it's had on me day to day. Um, yeah. I don't know. What about you, Kev? I don't know if it's really changed my life at all. It changed the way I watch movies. Um, it's hard to think of stuff to say sometimes. Um, and then we get on the podcast and we end up talking about not, not even talking about the movie sometimes. So I guess it's changed the way I watch movies. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you'd say less sometimes. Yeah, that's, that's fair. About you. Happy, happy, happy anniversary, anniversary Bay. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I decided um, when I started doing this podcast, I was very nervous. Um, but one thing I decided, I'm just going to be myself the entire time. And that way, I don't have to be this fake person. So that's why it hasn't changed my life. Um, I don't sit up in here trying to write jokes and try and be funny. I'm just going to say anything off the cuff. So I guess that's why it hasn't really changed my life. Well, and that's not that's not as easy as it, it's it's harder than it looks to be in front of a microphone and actually just be yourself because it's it's there's something weird happens when you hit record and it's like all right now now we're actually keeping track of what you say and how you say it and and it's like oh well now now I feel very self aware whereas before it's just like oh I can have a conversation with anyone but now that it's on a podcast. It's it's kind of it kind of feels weird at first. You have to kind of get over that hump and and just get used to it. Very much. You're completely aware that anyone and everyone could be listening to this. And it did take me a long time to get over that, I guess. Yeah, and it was it, it we definitely had some changes too with the way that we like our setup was because originally when we first started recording, we had one Yeti mic and we'd sit facing each other at a kitchen table and the Yeti mic would just be between us recording both both sides. And then we upgraded, um, like, just before Christmas, I think, to getting the two mics going. And I, I could tell, like, it was a little bit of a, a change for Kevin there, too. Just kind of having that, your own mic and having the headphones where you can hear yourself the entire time. It's a little, it, it messes you up a little bit. I don't know. I mean, I'm speaking for you. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. It, the mic is directly in front of your face. So there's no way you can't think at least someone's listening to this. If I say something stupid, um, everyone's going to hear it. Have you guys found that to be an upgrade versus the uh, the lady in the tramp scene doing that every podcast episode? Yeah. Um, I think like it just more in terms of audio quality more than anything else. Like we, I, I think it's, yeah, I think it's more of an, it's better doing it with two mics. What do you, how do you feel about having your own mic? It sounds way better. I'm used to it now. It took us, yeah, the first couple were kind of weird, but it is better for sure. The sound quality is, is way better. Yeah, I think when we decide to do more guests, we're going to have to upgrade and get another mic because uh, the way we used to do was like literally just put it in between three people and have them all talk at it at the same time. And our like our first Fifty Shades of Grey episode is just unlistenable. Like to me now, I'm like, oh, that's hard when three people are talking over each other. So that also took a long time for us to get used to not talking over each other as much, which we still do. But Well, yeah, and like the, the you have to get better at using visual cues instead of audible cues because when you're in a conversation you're, you just yeah yeah yep okay yeah and you're just kind of like you know encouraging the other person to keep talking like that's just a natural part of how you talk to people but if you did that on a podcast it'd be super distracting it'd be like stop interrupting them while they're talking let's see if to like train yourself yeah 
funny you should say that is that's one thing I noticed when I listened back is Brian would be saying something and I'd be like, yep. Oh yeah. And then I was like, why am I doing that? It is, this is terrible. So that it, I still probably do it. I don't know. I always told Kevin that to make, to make him more comfortable and to make him kind of, you know, get used to the whole thing was, you know, just imagine that everyone is naked when you're talking to them. So now I just get fully naked before every podcast we record and it seems to really put him at ease. Yeah. Cause I have a bad imagination. Yeah. Sorry. It works for you, man. <laughs> Sorry to put that in your head. Like, it's not, it's not that. It's like, how do I, where do I go with that? Where, do, gonna, where do I take that one? Sorry. You're, no, this is good. I'm, I'm growing as an interviewer. Yeah. Now, what would you say are your goals for the podcast? Um, I would say that mine's probably like listenership aside. I think like, I want to keep it interesting. And because we do this mainly to keep ourselves entertained, I want to keep adding new elements to the podcast. So like we're doing an Oscar prediction episode where we haven't watched any of the, uh, any of the movies. So we're doing it based on trailers and you know, that's like obviously a ridiculous idea, but the Oscars are kind of ridiculous. So just coming up with different like themed episodes or just like different little, little interesting things to make it fun for us essentially. And if people enjoy it, that's, that's great. Yeah. I'm just here to have fun. The minute this stops being fun, I'm probably going to quit. I mean, obviously <laughs> if I could make some money, that would be awesome too, but it's not what it's about for me. Um, sell out. Oh, oh, I will sell out though. <laughs> but yeah, I'm not in it for money or anything like that. It's just as long as people are listening and I'm having fun, I'm going to keep doing it. Well, I think that is a recipe for success then. Like I know a lot of people, they get into podcasting and they think I'm either going to get really famous or I'm going to get really rich or a combination of both. Like they imagine, oh, because I started a podcast, I'm going to be the next Joe Rogan. Yeah. Um, but very rarely does that ever work out. It didn't work out for Joe Rogan. He was already famous. That was kind of the Yeah. That was the stepping stone you need. They actually asked Adam Carolla what the recipe for a good podcast and he said, "Well, number 1, be famous." <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know if there are any people that are explicitly famous because of being a podcaster. Like they usually have like a side hustle. Like I know Serial, she was a reporter for a bunch of newspapers and then she did Serial as part of This American Life. So I'm I'm guessing that like you kind of I don't think there's a lot of independent podcasts that have really risen up and had some made someone famous just based off of their podcast alone that I know of. Yeah, at least not Kardashian famous. <laughs> you know, maybe like famous in the podcasting space. You know, um, but like the Six Flags not... guy famous. Like who? Like six <laughs> the Six Flags guy. <laughs> <laughs> the guy that dances in all the commercials. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, so <laughs> circling back. So yeah, so I think that's a great, uh, mindset to have just because it's really hard to be, to be disappointed when your focus is just, I want to keep doing it cause I enjoy it and cause people listen to it and cause you're having a good time. Like if that's, if that's your goal, then it's really hard to be let down by that. I mean like, yeah, I think like, it's just, it's cool to have that kind of innocent, naive attitude towards it. We're, we're just, we're going to make something. And we're going to put it up on the fridge. And if somebody says it's awesome, that's great. But otherwise, we're just going to keep putting stuff up on the fridge. Because we're adorable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've, I've laughed more in this interview probably than any of the other ones I've done. So, well, that's good. Yeah, you guys are, you guys are hilarious. Um, was, is there anything that you would change about the podcast or the process looking back? It probably wouldn't be in Brian's creepy basement. Yeah, it's it's spooky it's pretty here. weird down here. Other than that, um, I don't know. I've kind of liked the journey. 
Yeah, I don't know if I'd change a whole lot. I mean, like, we got going pretty quick and we haven't really looked back. I mean, we just, I think most of the things we've learned just came through doing it over and over again and and practice and getting better each time we do an episode. And, like, sometimes we'll do one and be like, ah, that one didn't feel right. Like, we didn't have a lot to grab onto, so we know not to do a movie like that in the future. So I think, like, just in the fact of just getting together and doing the podcast on a regular basis taught us all we needed to know. But going back and changing something, I don't know if I would. I mean, I I feel like it's just 99% of it's just getting the the balls to do something and, and following through. And I think that's kind of where we where we won. Don't mind Louise hand me. What? No, come on. Don't mind Louise hand me. I don't know what you're Hold doing. Hold my hand. No. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> that was uncomfortable and forced. Sorry, man. Yeah. I don't Put know. Put you what on the was. spot. If you're listening in the car at home, it was it was quite a moment. It's quite a moment. Thanks, man. <laughs> I can't take myself too seriously for too long, otherwise I start making weird jokes and getting weird with Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think I think that's a great that's a great note to uh, to kind of wrap up on. Um, but no, I, I do appreciate you guys coming on and, and just sharing your your journey and your and your levity and your mindset, and uh, definitely think something that uh, a lot of podcasters would benefit from is just being in it for the experience of podcasting itself. And if you can have that mindset and just love what you do, then it's really hard to fail. It's really hard to to get to a place where you feel like it's not worth it anymore. Um, I do love to end these interviews on a fun question. So you can take this however you want. And I would love both you guys to answer this question, actually. Um, but if you had a time machine that could go back to the day before you started your podcast and you could offer yourself one piece of advice, what would you what would you say to yourself? Don't do it hungover. I've done too many of these like Sunday mornings early and it just doesn't make a good episode. Just learn not to drink the night before. If you have a podcast schedule for the morning, it is just not worth it. <laughs> it ruins the show. That's my advice. I give myself, you know, I don't even know if there is any advice I give myself because the things I would tell myself, you have to learn along the way. So I would try and tell myself, be yourself. There's no point in trying to pretend like you're someone you're like, you're someone you're not. But if that takes learning, you can't just do that right away. You can't just turn on a mic and be comfortable there. So I don't know if there is anything. I think my biggest advice that I would give to myself, other than the jokey advice, is just like learn to be quiet and listen to what the other person's saying. And there are a lot of times where I feel like I'm bulldozing over something Kevin's saying and I'm trying to catch myself doing that the more we go. and uh, Or just like talking for too long. And it's just like I want to – I'm doing it right now. But like I want to be more – aware of that because that just that doesn't make just make you a better podcaster makes you better to talk to in real life when you're not constantly trying to assert what you want to say and actually listen to what people have to say so if you're a casual moviegoer and want to hear more from brian and kevin then make sure to check out scene by scene by following them on instagram and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts do you wish that you could be featured on a future episode of podcasting in real life well you can All you have to do is click on the link in the show notes and you can submit your application to appear on a future episode. And if today's episode inspired you or resonated with you, I would love to hear from you. The easiest way to do that is just to leave a review on Apple Podcasts if you have an iPhone or jump on over into the Buzzsprout Facebook group if you don't have an iPhone to let me know what you thought about the episode, what you think about the podcast in general, and any kind of constructive suggestions or feedback that you can give me to make the podcast better. I would really appreciate it. Well, that's it for today. Thanks for listening. And as always, 
keep podcasting. <laughs>